what a lot of people don't know. And like, that's the kind of fun part too of what we do is like for like the education side of it. So wine is great. Yes. But you can also have a glass of say red wine and you could have three different glasses. Okay. Three different shaped glasses. The wine will taste different out of each single glass. So what that's from is because like you also not, you don't just have the flavor, but you have the aromas, like the smell Mm -hmm. of it. So if you have a glass that has a narrow top to it, you're going to get a lot more of the aromas at once. We're not really going to get the full flavor. Where if you have too wide of an opening, you're going to get no aromas, but all flavor. So sure. it's like you have to find the right glass for the right types glass of wine. Wor- glass matters. Mm-hmm. This is the Buffalo Community Podcast, all about the greatest small town in the USA, the people in it, and how it all works together. Here are your hosts, Tyler Reese and Mark Benzer. Hey everybody, it's Tyler Reese back with the Buffalo Community Podcast. We have a second time guest here, Britt Haskins. I'm really excited to have, but uh, she's talking about something a little bit different than last time. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Britt, kind of moving into a new direction with business ownership, mm-hmm. owner of Poor Lamore out in Annandale. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, we still have like the classical event center out mm-hmm. there, but we started, we converted the front part of our building into a French theme wine bar. So we have uh, about 30 different flavors of wine out there. We have uh, um, menus of bites and boards and paninis and salads and desserts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we've just been, that started on May 23rd of this year. We kicked off with the doors opening. Cool. Yeah. So we, we, we touched on it as you opened that. Because of all the shutdowns last year yes. with COVID. That seems to be a common theme of all of today's guests. It was, we shifted, we pivoted mm-hmm. because of COVID, and mm-hmm. we're doing something new or in addition. Yeah. Tell me how that conversation went of uh, just decimation of events to opening another business. Yeah. So last year was rough. Um, we... Lost about 60 events off our books last year. Um, and we were literally like three more events canceling from closing our doors permanently mm. out there. So it was um, one of those things where, you know, you kind of got depressed for about a good two weeks of like, okay, what are we going to do? How is this going to work? And so then I finally like started playing around with some ideas. And it was like, as a business owner, you have to get creative. And I'm one of those very stubborn people. Like I'm not going to fail, especially when it's not my own doing type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I started like playing around with it. And the idea of a wine bar came into mind. Like I know Buffalo has Evelyn's, um, Maple Lake has a newer one. And then I'm like, Annandale doesn't have one. Like Annandale, town where all the city people come to for the summer and all their cabin houses. So I started um, talking to a couple of friends of mine about it and they thought it was a great idea. And so we just started started it like all of a sudden we were ordering all the stuff for it and searching wines and different menu options and sure went, just did it so why french i am obsessed with paris like i have been for like i don't even know how long like since i was a little kid love paris never been there but i want to go and i love it so cool mm-hmm. someday you will yes Yes, I have like a, um, like in our building, like we have in the lobby area, there's like a wall of like 17 photos that we have of different landscapes throughout mm-hmm. Paris. So I told my husband, I'm like, one day we're going to go to Paris and we're going to recreate all these photos and kind of see like where these were taken. At sure. So that's my goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get on that, Dusty. Yeah. 
Yeah, find somebody to watch the four kids first. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Got to sneak Dusty into every single one yeah. of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was last year's uh, theme too. It's like, yep, everybody knows Dusty. Oh yeah, everybody knows Dusty, <laughs> or he knows everybody too, right. like one or the other. So this is uh, this is something. Uh, what's your schedule look like with it? Is it something people can come in yes. weekly and they don't have to have a wedding there? Or, or? Yeah. So right now we're open sa- uh, Sunday through Fridays, and then Saturdays if we don't have a wedding, which. Now, like August, we only have one wedding, so weekends are wide open for the bar to be open. Um, Our best night of the week so far has been Wednesdays. We call it Wine Wednesdays, and what it is is you come in, you purchase a grande charcuterie board for $25, and you get a free bottle of wine. And so it's perfect for, like, two to four people to come in and Mm -hmm. enjoy it, try out the um, wine, try a different bottle each week. And it seems to be a really big hit the last couple weeks that we've been doing it. So, yeah. Excellent. I love these little pop-up things. Is like, you know, we don't need to go downtown Minneapolis mm-hmm. to get some culture. Right. It, sorry, I, I didn't roll my eyes at culture. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just these things. You're you're in and out. I mean, it, it's like mm-hmm. an hour and a half thing, two-hour thing. I'm like, you're there. You have a nice conversation. Yep. It's not wild, I'm Correct. assuming, you know. Unless it's like, you know, wild wine Wednesdays or no. something. <laughs> but, uh, no, we have a little bit higher class that's a little bit more sophisticated yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah they uh uh we do uh, the charcuterie board has it's literally like a 16 inch board and we make flowers out of salami on it so it's a really nice yeah it's like wow it's like sometimes too pretty to eat but it's really delicious right. so well, i'll see you on wednesday yes, yeah absolutely <laughs> you had me at flowers out mm-hmm. of salami right. yes can't beat that yeah Bring your wife. Tell her you got flowers for her. We'll pick got, it up. Yeah, I got flowers. <laughs> I got a bouquet of flowers for you. And it's all salami. It's like the best gift ever. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. So the the idea, so you said you've been open since May. Yes. Right? Of this year. How long from from, my, from the idea to May 23rd, what was that time period like? Matter of months? Matter four months. Of, four months. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we had, um, we started talking about it in January and then in February and made the decision, okay, yep, we're going to do this. And then uh, I think it was the beginning of March, we contacted the city to see like what we needed to do with our conditional use permits out there for being an event center compared to being open daily. And then they had their council meeting the beginning of May. So we had literally like six weeks that we got everything just um, hashed out, figured out. But we really couldn't start setting anything up until we got that approval. Mm-hmm. So from the day of the approval to the opening was like three weeks. Sure. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty quick to do something new. Yeah. Did it feel like forever? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that, I mean, it just, government doesn't move fast. No, um, luckily Annandale's pretty good. Like if I reach out to them, I usually get a response back within a couple hours oh, from them. Excellent. I think. So they, they do pretty well out there. It was... Um, more so like the nerves of like, because I'm a planner. That's what I do for a living is I plan events. And so it was like trying to get everything done, but I couldn't get everything done because I didn't have that approval to do it yet. Oh, so sure. I was like, I had all these boxes coming in of all of our new tables and all of our new chairs and all of the, the wine and the glasses. I'm like, I just want to put it yeah. together. But I didn't want to put it all together and then say, oh, nope, this isn't going to work. And right. I'm trying to figure out what to do with all of it and mm-hmm. ship it back and... As it comes to uh, making that wine list, are you a, a wine aficionado? Getting there. Yeah? Yeah, getting there. Um, 
I, we had, I was talking to one of my distributors, I have two distributors I work with, and we had 17 pages of wines that we had to go through. So then we started working down what the most favorite, most common brands are, and then we worked our way down to, um, you know, do we want more dry, do we want more sweet, do we want more in the middle, so we did all that, and then I kind of made sure that I looked around at the other wine bars around town too, just to make sure like we weren't bringing in the same wine that sure. like Buffalo had or like Maple Lake had. Cause I wanted to, I didn't want it to be like, I'm just a copy of something else. Like yeah. it, so it works out where like, say if we ever wanted to, we could do, you know, partner up with Evelyn's or the one in Maple Lake and be like, okay, let's do like a wine tour, you know, like start here, mm-hmm. come here, come here. And then each place has different stuff. So it's not sure. like you're feeling the same mm-hmm. for it. So, yeah. Um, I would imagine there's kind of a sweet spot when it comes to like your offering, right? I, I think, I think a person can offer too too much mm-hmm. to where it becomes overwhelming and it becomes you know so. But obviously, not wanting to offer too little, right? Is that process kind of hey, you start here, you got to make a first order, right? Yep. And then you can kind of base it off of well, we're selling a lot of this, not a yep. lot of that. So we did. Um, so like the first order we did um, for the May. 23rd till now we went through it all um, about a week ago actually and we went through okay we've only sold like this money of this type so Mm -hmm. then okay well now we're revamping our menu that type's going away Mm -hmm. so we're kind of like taking off what hasn't sold and then adding on stuff that um, has been um, more popular and then bringing in more types of stuff that lean more that way sure and is there is there any kind of demand for like I don't even know what an expensive glass of wine. Is there any demand for a $50 glass of wine, like, in this area? Or is that um, not your niche? Or or do you offer something like that? We, well, I think the most expensive glass of wine we have right now is $16. And it's, like, a $65 bottle of wine. There are some wines that I would like to bring in, but they're, I don't really see the big clientele for yeah. people wanting to spend that much. And, I mean, I wouldn't want to spend that no, much. right. Um, and a lot of those wines too would be not so much by the glass, it would have to be by the bottle because sure. it would be like if you one glass we now. can't store it for long. So here's some old expensive wine mm-hmm. that's yeah. already been opened. Well, there's right this now. authentic, like super authentic French wine that I want to bring in. I want to bring in a bottle because it's gonna cost it's like a it would sell between four to six hundred dollars for a bottle of wine. Ooh, so it's like a hundred dollar glass of wine because it's just sure. supposed to be like the best thing ever. So I just want to buy like one bottle and just have it on display and see yeah. if we can sell it at one point or not. But I guess it's kind of cool to have that one little yeah bottle and, there. And the the wine community I, I've I've learned is, you know, if they get a, a favorite vineyard, mm-hmm. boy, it's all of their friends. Are, it, yep. That's what it is. Uh, there's a story I was told. It was a friend visited. Something out in in the mountains. It was like here you can use our condo. You yep. go skiing, but they're they're wine fanatics. Yep. And they would have these wine parties. of say everybody bring a bottle of wine and kind of rate it. And we're we're talking expensive yep. bottles of wine. And the one they brought it as a joke, and it was like a forty dollar bottle of wine, which for this area that's a pretty decent price. Yep. But we're talking you know from hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Of <laughs> they bring it. That was the one. That was the winner. Everybody loved it. Isn't that funny? And how they that just works? bought it out. Well, in, I, was, in, I was. I was telling my staff that too. I'm like, I really want to buy this like four hundred dollar bottle of French wine. I said, but my luck is, is it's absolutely disgusting. That'd be my right. luck. You know, mm-hmm. you spend that much money and yeah, then you, you finally buy two of them. <laughs> oh no. Well, um, one to taste, one to sell. No, because if it's bad, I don't want to 
then I just gotta throw it away. So we'll just sure. Oh man. I know. I don't know how old Dusty would be if I was like, oh, by the way, I just spent a thousand bucks on two bottles of wine. But don't worry, one was just a taste. Yeah, we just tasted the one. <laughs> Turns out it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty woodsy. Yeah. All the spices. Well, that's the one thing that I've noticed about working with the wines is some of the flavors that they have, like fresh cut grass or like mineral spices. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's just kind of weird to think, but. It, it all works together, and some of the wines, like, I, I've never been a red wine drinker, and doing more of this, I'm finding that I'm actually, I actually really enjoy red wines, which yeah. is not what I thought would be the case, but, so yeah, we have a um, couple, like, rosés, we have, like, a sweet, a dry, and a, um, not really, like, a, there's, like, a sweet, there's a dry, and then there's more, like, a crispy one, where it's not, it's kind of right in the middle of the sure. two. Sure. So we just have like different variety flights that we do with people and we can try different kinds. And oh, a flight idea is, is excellent. Mm-hmm. Is this all bottled? Is there any boxed? Nope, no boxed. Okay. I, that was a serious I'm question. Out. I wasn't even trying to be, I wasn't even the, trying to be funny. I can bring I in a box of Franzia box for you. <laughs> yes. Start on a table for Put you. Put my name on it. <laughs> yes. Do you want like the red solo yeah. cup to go with it too? Oh, I'm usually a Boone's Farm kind yeah. of guy, but Franzia, oh, that's, that's a, a fancy in stuff. in a bottle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, things to do uh, at Evelyn's, I would say, just bring me a glass of wine, yep. and I'm going to try to figure out which one it is, just by reading the descriptions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't know if I've ever guessed correctly, but I really try to like taste it to get your palate going. And, and and to me, and I would love it if if I could, but to me, it's either good or not mm-hmm. good or good or less to, you know not as good at whatever it i don't every now and then i can say oh there's the pair yep there's the or there's the but you know some of the other stuff it's like mm-hmm. but if you're looking for a fun game go go to pour the more right and try say, to guess serve again. me a glass of wine well, and, and if i get it right then you give me a free glass of wine or well, that could probably work. You can make something work with that. Well, you know what the what a lot of people don't know, and like that's the kind of fun part too of what we do is like for like the education side of it. So wine is great, yes, but you can also have a glass of say red wine, and you could have three different glasses. Okay, three different shaped glasses. The wine will taste different out of each single glass. So what that's from is because like you also not, you don't just have the flavor, but you have the aromas, like the smell mm-hmm. of it. So if you have a glass that has a narrow top to it, you're going to get a lot more of the aromas at once. We're not really going to get the full flavor. Where if you have too wide of an opening, you're going to get no aromas, but all flavor. So sure. it's like you have to find the right glass for the right types glass of wine. Wor- glass matters. Mm-hmm. Which, Make, I know, like, which is just crazy to think. But makes yeah. sense. My favorite thing to do, like if we go to a fancier restaurant and they're like, is this a good one? I said, yeah, it's a good wine. I know mm-hmm. you get to taste it, but I always like to pull one of these. Like, oh, here, you smell it. And Kinda you should like... see their face <laughs> when you do this, when you try to listen try to, to listen it. listen to it. <laughs> They're probably looking like, oh, man. I did that at a steakhouse, and she's like, I said, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm just saying if it speaks to this me. This is fine. I don't even know what I'm, I'm drinking here. It's red. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. but thanks. Yeah, but yeah, there's all kinds of different um, education pieces to it, too, that really, like, by swirling in, if it's... Um, goes down the rims of the, the sides of the glass, it's a lighter body. If it's slower, it's a heavier body. So it's just kind of fun to educate the guests, too. On mm-hmm. And on is it. this all stuff that you've learned in the last, well, I mean, just a crash course, or is it no, something so you've always had an interest in? I actually, when I was 
20, so many years what? ago. 21. Yeah, 21. 21. No, I was 20 because I got to work in the restaurant at oh, okay. 20. That was when before laws changed. But We don't want to get sued here. Yeah. No, no, this is like way many, many years ago. Um, they had, I worked at a Johnny Carino's in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which was a very high-end Italian restaurant. Mm -hmm. So they had, you had a two-week wine training course before they'd even let you to be on the floor to serve. Sure. So you, there was a lot of information. And the more I'm getting into it now, the more it's coming back to me. Like, oh, I do remember that. Like, mm -hmm. But I haven't had to use it for so long. So, mm -hmm. But, yeah, and then I got um, – I tried to teach my staff as much as possible, too. And it's kind of fun for them because they – you know, they're younger. They don't quite understand all of it either. So when you see them learning it and they're all excited about it, it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty fun. I'm going to start calling my college experience a training class. Yeah. A wine training class. There you go. Instead of the Hawaiian party. Yeah, it's that was great. That was great. Mm -hmm. um, well, what's next? I mean, is it uh, um, for both Poor Lamore and Classic events? So Classic, uh, the Classic Hall, will, we're, we're getting more bookings in, which is great. I'm so excited for that. Um, right now, we're focusing a lot on the wine bar, just keeping that growing and getting that going. We actually um, are just waiting for the state to come in and do an inspection, and then we'll have our off-sale license. So we're going to be starting a wine club here. Oh, Probably cool. like, I want to say we should have it ready to go by September because we can't really do anything with it until we get the license in, which is um, August 1st. So, sure. so we'll be growing cool. that. And then um, we're going to be partnering up with a couple people, doing different um, wine tastings, wine and dinners, um, a yoga and wine. We met, uh, we're going to hopefully partner up. I was talking to uh, Lindsay Johnson about uh, Fire Within Yoga coming mm -hmm. out and doing yoga and wine so wow. yeah cool that'd be the only way you can get me to yoga put yeah. that's of wine in front of me <laughs> yeah oh um well that's fantastic I, i'm glad that uh you were able to to one stay afloat mm -hmm. um in a an industry that was completely decimated oh, with the pandemic definitely. Pivot. so pivot Oh yeah, yeah. Stay that's, that's the, that's yeah, the pivot. That's the new right? pivot. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, know, but, and I've had a few people who are like, you know, you're looking like queen of bounce back. Like you made this look easy. I'm like, oh, there was nothing easy about this. And what a lot of people don't understand either is that um, when we got to reopen, it was like, oh, you should be happy. You're back to open. I was like, yes, but we're not a business that you can just open the doors and all of a sudden everybody's coming in. Yeah, people you know, plan a year ahead. Yeah, we're looking at a year or two out. So it's like even for this year, our books are really quiet. And mm -hmm. part of next year, people didn't start booking for 2022 until just recently because they didn't know what was yeah, going to be sure. going on. And yeah, so it's been it's been interesting. It's been a learning curve, but we're doing it. We got it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming in. Yeah. We'd love Thanks for having me it. back on again. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm going to have to go get one of those charcuterie f uh, flower boards. Yes. Yeah. Um, looking forward to that. So a nice little date night for uh, my wife and I. Absolutely. I'll take along. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jenny, do you want to come with Mark and I to pour, <laughs> pour Lamore? As long as she still gets the flower. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. For the Buffalo Community Podcast, I'm Tyler Reese. I'm Mark Benzer. And I'm Britt. Of Poor Lamar. Of Poor Lamar. Produced by Luke Edland. <laughs>